When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Uh, Chris Kamara and Ben Shepard joined us uh, this afternoon. They have a new football podcast out. They're obviously both huge football fans and mm. gave us their thoughts on the uh, season and more. Um, we were joined by Martin Kellner, who had a week of sport on TV, as always. Uh, we built up to tonight's first Premier League game in the company of Luke Kempner, yeah. Arsenal supporting uh, impressionist and comedian. from Edinburgh. Yeah, that's right. We caught up with him. We had a chat. You got involved. And here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Oh, good afternoon, Paul. And, so uh, there we are. Cucurella yeah, is Cucurella done. done yeah. um, we were just sort of saying off air, I mean, f- 50 million felt about right. Um, but to get the deal done... Chelsea have had to put a package together of around sixty million. Does yeah, it, do, I, do you think that's? I just a think fair... it's a, it's such a key position for uh, the team for Tuchel and the way that they play. That it's you know that it's you saw what happened when they lost Chilwell. Mm. They just you know Alonso will go. They've got enough players that will go out, so the money will balance out. And they just I I love Cucurella. I thought he's one yeah. of the best players in the Premier League last year. He was brilliant against us in both games. Mm. City wanted him for a reason, or I didn't want to pay the money, but they did want him. And I think he's a really really top player. So what's going to happen with um, with Chilwell? Well, it's going to work. It well. You're they'll you need more than one. That's mm. the whole point. And Chilwell's not. Ready yet? He's not fit yet. He's right. still, you know. And I think Alonso. We've seen everything that Alonso can do. He's been a great servant, but I think it is time for him to go. So uh, I think it's a good deal. You, I, I've not seen him play there, but you said you thought Kukurena could play on the left side of a three. Yeah, that's what they say. But right. who knows? I mean, you know, we'll see. Uh, and Aspilicueta, not sure about that one. He signed a new deal, isn't new he? New two-year deal. It's <clears> coming <throat> off a quite yeah. a poor season. I mean, you're, they're playing Everton tomorrow. Remember what happened there? Sometimes there. you can love a player, but there's a right time for yeah. him to go. Oh, I do there? love him. I think yeah. he's been brilliant. But yeah. the only thing is, you might say that knowing that he was off, and he's going to be back wanting two years. Now he's got two years. Mm. That might do something for him. But it was a bit yeah. of a strange one. But we'll see what happens. But you know, yeah. James will be James will be number one. You would think, wouldn't he? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. No, I think they might. He's not that for. He's not the cover for right back. He's right centre back now. You know, he can't be. No, he hasn't got, he doesn't he got the legs anymore. He can't get up and down like that. No, so no, no point really. Um, but yeah, I think it's very exciting. The whole thing, and it's going to be. You know, all the clubs now, apart from say Leicester, really are yeah. doing business. And I mean, for Leicester, you're after Fafana, and you seem mm. prepared to pay the kind of money that that gets players out of clubs at the moment. So if again, they lose you know, him, sent off for another next ten years. He said. 
top, yeah. top No, players. he is. But if, if they lose him, I mean, from a Leicester point yeah. of view, that's but the last Leicester thing they need. brilliant this at taking a lot of money and buying a couple of players. They've got a very good scouting. Mm. So it'll be interesting. It's, it's strange that, you know, why it's been like that. We haven't really talked about why Leicester have been like that this summer because previously... They've always maybe let one player go, but they've always brought in mm. good players. They've always had great scouting, you know, and so it, we'll see what happens. You would imagine they'll have a couple of aces up their sleeve, you know, otherwise I think you'd hear Brendan getting far more mm. upset than he is at the moment. He seems pretty um, stoic about that's, it That's all, the thing he? to say, you know, that it, there's a long way to go yet in, in this transfer mm. window. And the, Chelsea's problem is, you know, giving other teams a start. And we saw what Arsenal did last year. They gave everybody a nine-point start, and they made it up to a point. Yeah, but it's pretty well, that, hard. To be fair, if they hadn't lost those last couple of games, they probably would have. They would have made it up. Yeah, yeah, but that's the thing. You've got no margin of error when you start badly. So, no. you know, I'm hoping it'll be all right. But we'll see. It could be a bit sticky to start with. They haven't been brilliant in pre-season. I think it'll be a really entertaining game tonight. It'd be great atmosphere. And it first yeah. game at, at uh, Selhurst. This I fancy evening. Arsenal strongly in this, though. I, I just think they've been. This is their best pre-season for a long time. Yeah. So. But it's not always that thing, that it? You do well in pre-season. I mean, it's not always the flip side. Sometimes yeah, you can carry I, that. I was the very impressed with them against Chelsea. They were excellent, and I just think. You know, there were times last year when they played brilliantly. You know, for Arsenal, the question mark is: Can they last the whole season? Can they handle the Europa League? They can answer those questions. They could be top four. They yeah. will be top four. Well, um, we'll kick off our season. Very serious tonight football on... chat. What it was, wasn't it? We'll, we'll... I was going to do a thing about Duncan Bannatyne's gym, but oh, never mind. We'll, we'll do that. Uh, we'll do that in a minute. Um, <laughs> is that his? Oh, okay, uh, Crystal Palace <laughs> Arsenal. We kick off with Adrian Durham, host. Seven o'clock on the build up uh, tonight. Uh, kick off at eight. Uh, Sam Matterface and Dean Ashton, your commentary team, are going to bring you Fulham, Liverpool, and Tottenham uh, versus Southampton. The game I'll be at tomorrow, and they're going to be our three falls panel games today. So you can register your interest now. We, you could be the first listener this season to represent uh, Talksport's uh, army of listeners today. So give us a call now, and we'll call you back around quarter to three. Your take on Chris Wellamo is going to join us for a look at all the games in the Premier League over the weekend. Clive Tilsley will represent. To the commentators and you could be the listener so just a reminder we're doing our three games Palace Arsenal tonight and tomorrow Fulham Liverpool at lunchtime at three o'clock Tottenham versus Southampton 03717 that's 03717 oh, we taking a call <laughs> yeah, so people can uh, oh, yeah, in the falls panel how are they oh, going to do it panel, yeah. via Morse code <laughs> So, uh, in the first hour, Chris Kamara and Ben Shepard are going to be joining us. Tom Barkley is going to look at some of the transfer stories uh, of the day. Bournemouth doing a bit mm. of business with Barcelona. It's not a phrase you use no, every you day. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's coming up. Andy, you, you, I understand you want to talk about Duncan Ballantyne's well, gym. I, I, I was going to save it now. Okay, you don't um, have to. I'll save it. Save I will, it. I will. Bank it. <laughs> okay, I'll bank it for um, later. We are going to uh, look at uh, tonight's game from both angles. Luke Kempner, friend of the show, comedian, top impressionist and big big Arsenal fan will join us and uh, maybe he'll give us a bit of his Mikel Arteta he's been pl- mm. he's been uh, perfecting that I understand as we said John Pienaar heavyweight political broadcaster and journalist has just gone for a massive old Palace Eagle tat on his shoulder mm. he'll tell us why and why he's so optimistic for the season so and we'll have clips of the week for you of course and uh, lots more besides Ben Twist uh, we were speaking to the Brad Pitt of Bowles yesterday, mm. uh, a gold medalist, of course, in the Commonwealth Games. Um, and the vanquished in that particular game was Ben Twist, the Australian yeah. lawn bowls player. And we thought, OK, he hasn't won a gold medal. He hasn't made do with silver. But what about a bit of telly? 
for Ben Twist. Mm. I mean, there's a few obvious ones. We might just leave it to the listeners. Uh, let your imagination run wild. Talksport.com, text 8 to 89, or tweet to TS H and J. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Two fine football men um, who have a new podcast, and of course, uh, Ninja Warrior UK. Uh, they, they work on that together. Mm. And that's where we join them. We cross now to the set. I don't know if they're doing a trial run. Let's find out. <laughs> it's Chris Kamara and Ben Shepard. Good afternoon, fellas. Hey, good afternoon. Afternoon, gents. Cammy, do you do that now and again? Do you and Ben have a little race around the set or not? Are those <laughs> those, those years past? Uh, they've gone for me. But I have <laughs> to say, Jacobs Ben Shepard, the first year we did it, he would have been in the semi-final. Uh, but after doing the heats... They told him he couldn't do it anymore <laughs> in case he got injured and they had to leave me doing the show. <laughs> oh dear. Showing up the contestants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, well, t- boys, tell us about the podcast. I see you, you drafted in uh, a friend of this station as well, Neil Warnock, who's never boring yeah. for your first one. Uh, we had, we've had, we, it's been an absolute treat to sit down with Cammy again and, and, and do this podcast um, and just talk... Football, football stories with with some great names from the world of football. Neil Warnock is our first guest. It went out yesterday. The first one was released yesterday. And you know what Neil's like, because you know him on the channel brilliantly. He has got a million and one stories. And every time you ask him a different question, there's there's something else that he tells us about. Mm. I think the thing that, that I was listening, listening back to it today that I'd forgotten was the, and you'll know this, boys, because you talk to footballers all the time, the superstitions that footballers have pre-match. They're pre-match rituals, which you have to... You have to go through. So he said when he was at um, Rotherham, he decided he wasn't going to wash his jock strap because they Ooh. won a game. <laughs> and he couldn't, and, he, and he, w- he couldn't wash it again <laughs> if they kept winning. They went on a 19-game winning oh, streak. Yeah. 19 games he went <laughs> without washing his jock strap. Oh, and that was just the tip of the iceberg, as it were. You get trapped by these superstitions. Yeah, though, certainly yeah. one like that. You could smell him from the car park. You I would end up having to do it. <laughs> it he, said, mad. he said he was whistling to it in the end. He was calling it and he was coming to it. <laughs> oh, dear. He has this little vocal inflection, does Neil, that Andy yeah. and I noticed. He'll say, Amazing. you know, I-, I love Chelsea, me. Uh, yeah. I love, I, I love uh, Arsenal me. You do all yeah. that. So it's, it's perfect yeah. with Ben me, wasn't it, when he said, I love Ben me, me. Yeah. I love Ben me, me. Now, we know Ben's a West Ham fan, but Cammy, I was thinking earlier on, you've played for a lot of clubs, and I should know this, but, I mean, maybe you don't want to break rank and tell us, but I'm thinking Borough. Who, who are the club that you support, Cammy? Is the first result you look at? Uh, when I was a kid... Hmm. Uh, it was my ambition to play for Borough and my dream to play for Leeds. And everyone says, how can you have two teams? Well, when I was growing up, Borough were in the third division. So you couldn't support Sunderland or Newcastle, who were on match of the day in the first division, but you could support Leeds. Mm. And so that's how I ended up doing both. I played for both, and it was ambition and dream uh, complete. Fantastic, yeah. yeah. It's going to be an interesting is he, season. Is he, is, he, is he sitting on the fence there? Yeah. He's not <laughs> no, fair enough, He's not committing. He doesn't want to. He can work both Legends lounges. That's <laughs> yeah. what it is. Of course. It's two yeah. gigs well, for him. <laughs> 
my best friend outside of football mm. people is obviously the well no Not he's obviously. a football person yeah, as yeah. well yeah steve gibson the oh, yeah. borough chairman we went to school together wow. the same class from five until we were 15 and then the clever ones went on to college. I, it was it was uh, so sad. Yeah, so <laughs> sad to leave him behind. I have to say, <laughs> it's true. What, what about Cammy? What about Leeds this year? Because it's going to be they only just survived, didn't they, on the last day? Uh, Jesse March saying the. Thinks they're going to be better. He's had a bit more time. He's had with a them. pre-season, hasn't mm. he, with them? I think that you know we got to judge him now. He came in very late, and he's 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 put his own mark on the team. You would think now. Yeah, he kept them up, uh, so the fans' opinion of him changed completely. Mm. Obviously, Bielsa was their man. They loved him. I thought as well they shouldn't get rid of Bielsa. Uh, he would keep them up. Uh, they were in the bottom three, but they went to that final day at Brentford uh, and won well, uh, kept themselves up. I would think it's going to be another struggle unless they sign two or three more players. Mm. You, mm. But you must be feeling positive, Ben, about West Ham. Um, they've spent some money as well, haven't they? Yeah, I mean, sort of. I think the thing that all West Ham player fans were saying last year was. Mikel Antonio needed a bit of support up top and obviously they've been out and bought a striker that's really exciting. They've bought out uh, a couple of other players after the success of last season as well. And, and it was a, a remarkable season to be a West Ham fan. The only, the only sadness really is that we said goodbye to Mark Noble and what a send-off we were able to give him. Mm. Um, but yeah, really optimistic. I think West Ham fans always optimistic but sort of realistic about what might happen. But post last year and, and the business that they're trying to do at the moment, it seems that David Moyes has really sort of uh, managed to get a few things moving. Um, I can't wait. I mean, I think I'd much rather we weren't starting against City uh, <laughs> just because, you know, you want to feel like you're going to hit the ground running and, and that's always going to be a huge test. Um, but actually, maybe that's the time to, to get City right at the start of the season when they're not into full flow. I'm not sure. I'm not sure on that one. No, I, I think that's true. I mean, we saw last week in the Charity Shield and it is Pep's way. He doesn't like the team to peak too no. early if you're going well, to I mean, play, we took play them I'd, ra- yeah, I'd yeah. rather play them in the first game than say in the eighth or That's ninth true. game yeah we should salute you Ben by the way we often do on this show for <laughs> somehow keeping a straight face on tipping point with some of the answers <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's just <laughs> true you deserve a medal I mean Ali Ross loves it he does it's he, uh, yeah we, he often uh, picks up uh, some of your I mean uh, classics such as Papillon is the f- uh, French for which flying insect and the contestant said dog how do, you, how, do you, how do you keep a straight face, Ben? I mean, I know you can't. There are a few viral clips showing that you can't, of course. He didn't keep a straight face when I was on there. Yeah. <laughs> Cammy was the first contestant that ever got to do it more than once, and oh. he was equally hopeless both times. <laughs> you know, when, when, when I asked him how many lanes are there in an Olympic swimming pool, and he said three. You've got to worry. Yeah. And there was more oh. than that. You're guaranteed a medal, though, Cammy. That's true. (laughs) You know, one of the things, though, uh, Paul, is when you're doing it, I I think there's two two ways to look at this. When they're under pressure doing the quick fire round, they'll Mm. say the first thing that comes into their head. Uh, So they'll say an animal. Like the guy that answered the question, typically what day is Christmas celebrated on? And he said Wednesday. Uh, (laughs) You know, wonderful moments like that. But that's on the spur of the moment. It's the other ones where they have a while to think about it. And they still come back to it. Uh, so something like 
in his epic poetry, Homer refers to um, Ambrosia being the uh, uh, the the cream no, sorry, rice. Ne- next, next, <laughs> yeah, not being the cream rice. We're all thinking that. Can the we? Cream Don't worry about the gods. it. Yeah. Cream rice of the gods. Yeah. Nectar being the drink of the gods. Yeah, yeah. What was the food? Yeah. And the guy came back. He had a really good think about it. He said, "Yeah, I think I've got it, Ben. I think it's donuts." Yeah, donuts. Because Homer likes donuts. Of course he does. Yeah, Homer loves donuts, but he got the wrong Homer. Of course. Oh dear, <laughs> That's good, isn't it? I'll ask you a question then. Right, oh, what we... is grown in paddy fields? What's traditionally grown in paddy fields? I thought it was rice, rice, isn't it? Is the obvious answer. Yeah, it's rice. But what did Cammy think? No. Potatoes. <laughs> oh, paddy field, of course. <laughs> oh, dear me. So I, I, I love it, Paul. And, and I think that <clears throat> uh, I, the thing for me is anybody that's willing to step up and come and yeah. do it uh, and take on uh, the game and the machine and the, and the quiz is, is, gets my support as much as I can. There are occasions when I, <laughs> when I do lose it, though. Uh, but you know, a lot of it gets edited down because we've recorded for an hour and a half, and it's sort of you know it's an hour's worth of telly. But um, I've noticed neither of you boys have been brave enough to come and take Ooh. it on yet. Well, no, I've been no, asked. Well, yeah, well, yeah, come and get me, oh, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Andy's Andy's good for a bit of a dumb answer now and again. Oh yeah, no, he'd I be, am. He'd be gold for you. And when he got <laughs> when he got knocked out, he'd kick the set down and be really bad tempered. <laughs> It'd be worth watching. Yeah. Would be good. So guys, the, the podcast is is uh, out now, isn't it? It's called Proper Football. So Neil Warnock's your first guest and what is it a, a weekly podcast yeah it's released every thursday okay. yeah absolutely we had a slight change of name at the final moment mm. uh but it's now called proper football <laughs> right <laughs> if ever there was a person that you don't want to tell a secret to it's cammy <laughs> uh, i'm not sure we were supposed to be advertising that but right. proper cammy and ben's proper football it was, i'd um, love to know what it was going to be called yeah uh, it, it's not complicated. Uh, <laughs> Andy. Uh, so Brendan Rogers is our guest next week as well. That was incredible, actually, wasn't it? Because we went down to Leicester's training ground uh, to see Brendan pre-season a few weeks ago. And goodness me, what an amazing facility that is. Oh, it's incredible. Hotel on site for the players oh. to stay over. After got a few game. spare rooms at the moment, I think. By the could have, have a few more by the end of the yeah. window. You'd be able yeah. to book a room there. <laughs> I, I tell you what, you'd go there on holiday. It's absolutely gorgeous. Wow. I mean, no expense has been spared. Yeah. It's and, and and it starts at one end with the academy, and it goes all the way across to the other end is the the senior team, mm. and it's it's just breathtaking in terms yeah. of facility. You, you sort of place. As Brendan says, you turn up every day and you want to go to work. You want to yeah. go and learn because it just feels so incredible. I'd love to see Julius Chalmers go to Leicester's training. Yeah, that'd be great, wouldn't it? Holiday. <laughs> Your mate says, going away this year. I've just come back from Mauritius. What about you? I'm having a couple of weeks at Leicester's training ground. I can't wait. That's that's book me. early to avoid disappointment. Um, all the best, guys. Best of luck with it. And uh, we'll uh, catch up with you both soon. Thanks very much. Brilliant. Great Cheers, to guys. speak nice to you. Bye. There we are. Chris Kamara and Ben Shepard there from the set of Ninja Warrior, their mm. podcast, Proper Football. And Neil Warnock, friend of the station, of course, regular on breakfast, is out now wherever you get your podcast. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We kick off the season with Palace versus Arsenal. Very entertaining two each last time they met when Patrick Vieira was on the touchline for Palace. Good game at the Emirates. Should be entertaining with goals tonight, you would yes, think. Didn't they lose at, at Sellers, though? I think they did, yeah. 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 It was a, there, was the, there was the game at the, the Emirates, remember? Mm. Under 
under Vieira that time. That was a good game. Mm. So, uh, let's look at it from an Arsenal perspective this evening. We'll be chatting to John Pienaar, who's just got a big Palace tattoo, so mm. he's obviously very confident. I don't know if he's sporting an Arsenal tattoo or not. He's up at the Edinburgh oh, yes. Festival. <laughs> Luke Kempner, impressionist, comedian and gooner, of course. Good afternoon, Luke. Hello, lads. How are we? Are we yeah. excited for the new season? Oh, of course we are. We are. Yeah, very yeah. much looking forward to oh. it, yeah. Uh, I'm very excited. Time of hope, isn't what it? What time, time is your show, Edinburgh? Are you, are you on in the Six evening? 6.40. Yeah, 6.40. So I'm going to finish the show at 7.40, then rush to the Tron to watch the Arsenal game tonight. Brilliant. Brilliant. Nice one. Yeah, I mean, you must Perfect. be... You know, it's look, it didn't, pre-season doesn't always mean much, but it has been a very good pre-season for us. Oh. Listen, I'm not saying I'm optimistic, but I would be surprised if we haven't wrapped up the league by Christmas. <laughs> well, that's what Matt's got. And, and, and I'm just think, I just think Jesus might be the best Brazilian since Pele. I'm so excited. I'm so excited, honestly. And and I, and I watched the All or Nothing documentary last night mm-hmm. in Awana. So like, I'm I'm so psyched. Uh, Arteta <laughs> has given me every bit of confidence I need. Oh, I'm so excited for the new season. It's going to be incredible. Are you are you doing Arteta in the show or not? I mean, it was a quite Look, a quiet not show. I can tell you he's not going to be in the show because he's not important for the chemistry of the team. But I have got a lot of new methods for the team. So what I have done before the Palace game, I'm going to tattoo on every single player. The score, I think, is going to be is going to be 1-0 to the Arsenal. And if we lose the game, I say sorry. And every time they look at that tattoo, they know what they did was wrong. But that is the true <laughs> values of the club. The values of the club. Thank you. For me, the key player is Odegaard. I thought he had a brilliant season. Yeah. He's, this was a player that everyone talked about for ages isn't mm. it, when he was a young kid about 16 but now he really looks to be the you, real deal this is the season he's going to pop it, it really reminds me of when they gave Fabregas the captaincy I think it really worked for Fabregas that season he got the captaincy top goal scorer top assist maker for Arsenal and I think it's going to be the same for Odegaard we're going to see so much more output from him he's so perfect for the captaincy it's so exciting for us not just to be giving the captaincy to someone that we just hope might stay if we give him the captaincy so it, it's going to be it's, it's great he's perfect and it, you know captain of Norway and yeah it's, it's hugely exciting How would you feel about potentially seeing a bad- Yang in a Chelsea shirt. I'm not really worried about it, to be honest with you. I think it'd be a mad signing from them, to be honest with you. I just think, you know, he'd be on gigantic wages. We've seen the ego troubles of it. I loved Orba when he played for Arsenal. I absolutely loved him. um, And I was sad to see him go. But, you know, what's working so brilliantly now at the Arsenal is we've got rid of all those egos. Mm. And uh, and I think, I don't think it would be a good signing for Chelsea. Um, I'm not sure because, uh, first of all, Tuchel worked with him at Dortmund, so he knows him really well. And second of mm-hmm. all, they had a massive success with Giroud. There was a brilliant sign of that that, again, people thought was a bit of a strange one. But look, he won a lot with Chelsea. So uh, I-, I think it'd be a good deal. But we'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens. happens. Yeah. Ooh, um, fighting talk. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so who is turning up in your show? Is impressions? Uh, yes, yes, of course. There's going to be lots of impressions. You know, we've got everyone. Uh, you know, of course, uh, Boris Johnson will be there. You know, I- I'll be speaking some Latin, of course, or Jonte. Um, and, uh, but especially, like, I'm excited because, you know, look, Harry Kane's going to be in there. You know, I'm very excited to have Harry Kane. At the end of the day, it's the start of the day, you know. So, like, for me, you know, make sure you come and see the show, 6.40 at the Pleasance Courtyard. It's going to be great, you know. It's lovely to have Edinburgh back, you know. And it's good to have Harry involved in comedy. I mean, you know, I've been playing for Tottenham for the last seven years. 
it's like, oh. yeah, no, it's been good. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Is, is Edinburgh busy? It must be, mustn't it? It's not yet. It's okay. not yet. It's a little bit yesterday. It's built eight each mm. day. But today's the, the sort of real, real start of the fringe. So I really will encourage all you. It's all those Edinburgh people that are going, oh, no, I don't know if we're going to go to the fringe this year. Get out your house. Well, it's two for one. The they love that the first weekend. It, oh, you're oh, right. Andy, you're feeling oh, it. The old the stereotype there. <laughs> It's true, though, isn't it? I, well, listen, I live with my mother-in-law, so this is very much my best impression, which is my mother-in-law would say, oh, well, I don't know if I was ready for the Fringe this year, but you've got to get everyone out. Everyone out. Get down there, because it's, it's, there's some fantastic shows. And also, us comedians, we've been locked away for a couple of years working on these shows, so they should be good. It must That's be annoying true. when you can do, I mean, not you, Luke, because you can do lots of people, but there might be people out there, listeners today, who've perfected an absolutely sensational impression, say, of the milkman or their postie or the lady who live next door. It's completely useless on anything oh, no. but a handful well, of people. Was, but there was the thing, like, one of the first impressions I ever did was of my singing teacher. It was a guy called Ross Campbell. And he spoke like this and used to say to me, Luke, you're stretching up for your, your notes like you're a giraffe. You remember you're a hippo. And, and, of course, it's a perfect impression, but no one knows if it's accurate well, or not. I don't know. It's, it's quite it's, biggins. It's, it's, it's about three quarters, 75% biggins, isn't it? Well, well, listen, you know, you are never more than 75% did you know did you know did you know h&j it's lovely to speak to you of course did you know i used to have a panda addiction did you know that but now it's behind me ah. there we are and and you've got a you've got a youtube channel as well i gather fantasy yes. football we had to pick a fantasy football midfield mm. the other day for the sun dream team we Ooh. made it very unbalanced and attacking so i think we're, we're going to get pelters for that so uh, what, how does it up. work how does it work so it's my so it's my brand new youtube channel called mm. who's your captain i am such a massive fantasy football player i've been playing it for about 10 years i've finished in the top 100k of uh, five times which might not sound that impressive but nine million people play wow, now around the world yeah. i think we might hit 10 million people this year so i'm really excited it's called who's your captain i interview different um of my celebrity mates some of which actually are my celebrity mates and then sometimes i chuck in a, a harry kane impression in there and he gets to pick his team but yeah if you check Check it out. It's called Who's Your Captain? Um, and I'm so excited about it. And um, there's a massive fantasy football community out there. So it's um, it's exciting. So just tell us where you're on again. Edinburgh, people are up there. The Pleasance Courtyard oh, nice. uh, at 6.40 uh, with me, Harry Kane. And also, look, maybe I'll be the boss and Wenger. It is in Edinburgh. Yes. Will it be good? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> macho, macho Brilliant. man, it's called. And give us a score for tonight. Are you, you, are you going uh, with that 1-0 at the Arsenal? No, I'm going 2-1. I'm going 2-1. I think it's going to... I really like that Palace team. I think Zaha's going to have a great season. Obviously, I love Vieira. But I think we're, I think we're good, boys. I think we're good. 2-1 yeah. for the Arsenal. OK, and the first of all goes well, Luke. We'll catch up with you soon. Thanks very much. Thanks Enjoy so the game much. All the best. Uh, there Bye. we are. Luke Kempner there. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Millions of people have lost weight with personalised plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Now, the Australian uh, Commonwealth Games lawn bowler, Ben Twist, had to make mm. do with silver. The mighty... Uh, England beat them yeah. in, in the big game. But um, we thought we could find him some TV work. There's a lot of t- variations on twist and shout. Quite a lot of people, <laughs> such as uh, Perry, who said he <laughs> goes around the country ringing his town crier bell, <laughs> giving us the local news. <laughs> uh, other versions of that. Ben's joined by Brian Blessed for a daily news yeah, roundup. says as well. Chris uh, <laughs> and Gene. Um, what else have we got there? Uh, other versions of twist and shout. Oh, twist and grout. That's quite a nice one from Graham. Ben <laughs> shares his top tips on how to tell your bathroom. Uh, that's not too bad. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's, I'd watch that, wouldn't you? That is a good. twist and shout every week. Ben is joined by celebrities who compete to see who can sing the ben best rendition of the Lulu hit. Yeah, we can all hear that big well going on, can't we? <laughs> and uh, I think that, that may be it. I've gone with Twist of Lemon. Uh, okay, yeah, Ben yeah. looks back at the career of Hollywood great Jack Lemon. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, pretty good. Um, how about Ben looks after a large orphan primate in Gorillas in the Twist? <laughs> that's right. Says Dallying Llama. <laughs> and about that one. And Twisting My Melon. Um, nice idea, Stars. I'm not sure about the format. I'm not sure <laughs> no, what, what channel is going to show that. I don't think that. that works. Yes. <laughs> Uh, pro tennis pro Michael Stick, you know where this is going. And Ben Undertaker head to head blackjack challenge touring around the world's most famous <laughs> casinos in Stick or Twist, <laughs> Dave in Manchester. Very Just good. some of the TV formats uh, we've got. And then, of course, there's his cookery show with Jamie Oliver, uh, which uh, Luke gave us. Oliver Twist. Yeah, we'd, <laughs> Thank you. we'd all watch that. <laughs> Soup. You have to go up there. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you get that one. And Twist Ings <laughs> by for more. <laughs> Twist Ings by the Paul, uh, Ben Twist and Danny Ings. Assess the country's lidos. Would you watch that though, Warren? <laughs> no. But yeah, I mean, you'd watch one because you'd be intrigued to see what presenter Danny Ings was like. I mean, he might be brilliant. I don't know. Don't but, know. Watch Susan Cowman going on holiday around. The, yeah, we all watch that. I'm sure. You, I'm sure you could make it. Happen. Actually, anyway. it wasn't bad. I didn't watch it. To be fair, yeah, they're good shows. They they're very good actually, shows. Yeah, yeah. And Code Four Hundred Four. I watched the first of that. that Good, was it? Yeah. You interviewed Danny Mason we, last see, week. You kicked off in the hockey, did you see that? England's no. game against Canada. You wouldn't expect it. And then 16-man the brawl. Really? It all went off. Mm. Yeah, you don't, oh, well. you don't expect no, that. No, you don't, you really. really. Uh, this morning in the Post, I received a Chloe Kelly T-shirt. It was very nice, nice actually. A little, uh, little logo of her taking a 
bra no bra off a shirt blimey okay we send you that t-shirt sorry Clay I meant shirt yeah okay you wear that in public anyway I didn't know how it arrived where it was so I said to my daughter-in-law look this has arrived I think you you know this would be better for you you love the lionesses you love women's football I said would you like this and she said no I got it for you oh right so she'd actually bought it for me she's bought it for you yeah and I hadn't realised so and then there I am offering it back to her because you went to one of the games which game do you went to one of the Germany-Spain game Germany-Spain game and we were sort of texting live texting during the match so you'll be wearing you'll be wearing it with pride I think I will. Nice yeah. one, yeah, excellent. It's nice, yeah. Um, and I was mentioned earlier in the show about Duncan Bannatyne, and mm. signs have gone up uh, at the number of Duncan Bannatyne gyms urging customers, uh, how can I put this in nicely, uh, only to use the hair dryers on their head, and not any other part of <laughs> oh, their yeah. body. That's true. So, uh, you don't I'm want a short sure circuit. That. Imagine that. <laughs> no, Imagine that at the funeral when they're <laughs> yeah. all saying, oh, well, what you would have wanted. <laughs> not really. I don't want wet nether regions, so that's why I'm out. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Yes, here he is, uh, looking back on a week of sport on TV, the king of weekend overnights. (laughs) It is Martin Kellner. Good afternoon, Martin. Bless you, Paul. Good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Andy. Hi, Martin. So, I mean, plenty of taking this week. Mm. Some big TV, sporting TV events. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's the best part of the season, isn't it? I mean, it never gets quite as good as this uh, again. Before you've kicked a ball. (laughs) Before (laughs) you've kicked a ball. time. Before you've kicked a ball. I mean, both Sky Sports and BT Sport, they've got the montages going out. When you go on the front page, if you're on Sky Q and you go on the front page, um, there's a big promotion, Sky Sports. It only feels like this once and they've yeah. got that sort of yeah. graffiti type writing on it uh, and within it there's bits from uh, Sky Sports News basically which they're sort of dressing up as mini documentaries mm. so you get programmes like Eric Ten Hag, The Making of a Manager, The Rise of Erling Holland, mm. which, uh, which I watched, it yeah. was... Um, um, well, it made you, if you're a Manchester City fan, you know, confident that he was going to score lots of goals for City. But as a supporter of a team who also signed a player who scored loads of goals in Germany, doesn't always follow. Um, but <laughs> yeah. it, you know, yeah. it gave you the until full they story. go to Holland when they start scoring lots of goals again. Precisely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, it showed it, it was um, Erling Haaland's career. Joined the Bern Academy in Norway, age of five. I didn't realise. Um, uh, that um, that Solskjaer had uh, spent a long time trying to persuade him to go to Manchester yeah. United. Friend of the family mm. and all that, isn't he? Friend so of the family, sure. yeah. yeah. Um, so there were that that was all covered, um, and it's you know the, the thing about Pep is he does sign players that have what in football terms he always call the right mentality, mm. and uh, it certainly seems as though he's got that. All the coaches that they spoke to, including uh, Jesse Marsh, who obviously uh, coached him in uh, Germany at Dortmund. Um, that he's, he's vibrant as a person, Jesse Marsh said. He's got a lot of positive energy. The Americans are very big on positive energy. They love it over there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, so yeah, he seems to have the right stuff, um, Erling Haaland. Well, not, if not this Sunday, you'll hope not. We saw last week, learning to play with him and him learning to play yeah, with them. Yeah. It's going to take a bit of time. He, he will score yeah. goals anyway, whatever yeah. else, but to actually be really 100% effective, that's going to take some time. I'm yeah. And also on there on Sky's sort of little um, little sort of 
uh, promo for what's coming up of the season, they do all the, they replay the um, their transfer thing. You know, the thing that goes out every night at mm. about six o'clock with yeah. the yellow and black uh, mm. colours. And will Leicester be able to keep Madison and Fafana and various other questions that uh, are um, troubling us as football fans? And then on BT Sport, they've got their thing as well. And like I say, does it ever get more exciting than it does uh, at this stage of the season? When I, I was editing so. sort of ninety minutes angle, but more the weekly ninety minutes. You know, your, your big sales came at the start of the season. I'm sure that was true. Shooting all mag football magazines because that's that optimism. All of us think we've got, but within about three or four. Yeah, weeks, once you start losing a few, you know, games, you're you don't in a dogfight. <laughs> we'd see, we'd see the figures sort of slide the tail off a little bit. But everybody's yes. very optimistic at this point. Why shouldn't they be? And why shouldn't they be? Yeah. And, and obviously, the uh, TV. I mean, these are difficult times. Let's be honest. You know, in terms of, uh, you know, in terms of the cost of living and everything. I know Netflix uh, subscriptions are down and. Mm. Amazon Prime people, even though they have got that new Arsenal thing, which I'm going to look at uh, next yeah. week. But, you know, do you want to pay all those subscriptions? So I suspect for uh, for Sky, you know, I know they're doing little deals. They're throwing in Paramount, free of charge, mm. Sky Q and all that. Um, they do need to, this is a, a, it's a key three or four days to promote what they've got. Yeah, You sure. know, they'll never have a better opportunity than this at the very start of the season. Uh, the BBC, meanwhile, mm. march on. They had the uh, the Lionesses, mm. obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, and mm. uh, they've got the 100 now. I mean, obviously, mm. Sky are showing, showing it full, but the BBC have got uh, select games yep. in the 100, and then the Women's 100 starts on the 11th of August. They've got uh, some of those games as well. But I just thought, watching the Lionesses... Mm. Um, and that story, sort of, uh, certainly on the B, but actually also on Sky, right the way through to Wednesday, uh, the news channels were covering the, the Lionesses, and why not? It was mm. a fantastic uh, yeah, achievement against Germany, even though they reckoned there was a dodgy handball mm. in there. Never, but, well, never. No, I didn't <laughs> no, no, of course not. Right. But um, yeah, but watching those lionesses, I just thought to myself, this is the last time we'll have an opportunity to see them in that sort, of, see them unchained, if you like, mm. in that sort of uh, non. Um, you know, they've not been photoshopped or anything. When you you saw uh, Chloe Kelly go back to Hanwell, yeah. you know, which is a rough and ready part of West London, I think mm. they'll uh, agree with that. And uh, you know, and her family, it was just so joyous the fact that she you know she wasn't being manipulated by any pr people she wasn't trying to plug a, a new video game she wasn't <laughs> talking about a charity that they've been involved in yeah, it's great to get these opportunities to mm. interview the men's you know players in the men's team mm. in those circumstances but when will we ever i saw mary earps uh, the goalie on sky news i think it was on wednesday she's on holiday uh, in greece and the way she was saying it sounded like the sort of place that you or i might go you know she wasn't in <laughs> dubai no. she wasn't in the maldives <clears throat> she was in greece she and didn't have to, a, to, a, a nebuchadnezzar of whatever it's called <laughs> moe and shandon or whatever or cristal <laughs> didn't have well, a rope off she never wrote off area, Martin, didn't you? Give it yeah. a couple of years. There yeah. wasn't, yeah, well, precisely, that's the mm. whole point. There wasn't a Nebuchadnezzar in sight. No. Uh, and she, in the, she said mm. to the interview, and I thought this is just so natural to say, she said, look, I'm hoping to get this uh, interview over with. I want to get out there in the pool. Yeah. Um, so she, she wants to get in the hotel pool. <laughs> and, and I thought, how refreshing, mm. how sort of unlike the, the male players, who I'm sure would, you know, mm. they would give you that sort of access if they were able to yeah. but um uh, and as you say Andy with the uh, with mm. the women 
it's not going to be long. I know it's a sellout against uh, the USA. It's not going to be long before um, they're more or less inaccessible, or they're certainly not as um, as joyous and uh, accessible as they are at the moment. Well, let's hope, which, right. yeah, let's yeah, hope let's it hope always yeah. stays I that way. I am fascinated by the members of the public who write this, though. Uh, this bloke wrote to the start today, sick to the back teeth of seeing Gabby Logan and Claire Balding on major sporting <laughs> events. You could write their sporting achievements on a postage. Now, what's that got to do with it? Yeah, they're yeah. not there to play sport. They're there to present a TV show and they're both brilliant. They're both steeps in sport, yeah. aren't they? People are boarding in, yeah, in racing yeah. through the family and Gabby was a competitor yeah. at, at top level, wasn't she? So Absolutely. Damn, rubbish. Yeah. Rubbish. rubbish. Well, was, um, I mean, it was the same when the BBC lost all the sport. It was, oh, why is no sport on the BBC? Now we've got the Commonwealth Games on, obviously, yes. for a couple more days. <laughs> then there's the 100. The Commonwealth Games just set strange for the 100. And I thought, the BBC will be getting lots of letters, not congratulating them, but saying, what's happened to Homes Under the Hammer? Yeah. Why is Pointless on BBC 2? Yeah. You know, that's the <laughs> major issues. Um, but, I mean, the 100, I don't know what you boys make of it. Mm. Um, they just, Well, it, it it was a bit of a damp squib to start with, wasn't it? Um, mm. It was a fairly easy victory, wasn't it, for Southern Brave mm. over Welsh Fire? Well, that's not I've, a bit I've got to be in my bonnet about the graphics, the yeah. score. I've, I've rearranged yeah. it to a way it actually makes sense. When you look at it, you have to <coughs> swivel your head to know what's going on. It's so confusing. I mean, sometimes new doesn't mean you know shouldn't mean sort of doing stuff like that. Just stick yeah. to what works and. I do think it looks a bit superfluous and a bit incongruous Martin, rather than fresh. If we're going to squeeze in finally Ned Bolting's history oh, of man. Irish cycling, we're going to need to oh, do it in the next 30 mm. seconds or so. In the next minute. 30 seconds, it's minute. great. It's on uh, the ITV hub and Ned goes <clears> back to <throat> his uh, to his homeland and uh, the Wicklow Mountains and all oh. that. And he says, this story, like so many <clears> from this <throat> little island, is beguiling, confusing, decidedly different. Three of the Spice Girls who never quite made it. Um, <laughs> but thank you. Uh, I just promised my yeah, overnight listeners I'd try and slip you, that one you, in. Yeah, you get that in. It's becoming like that, is it? You have bets with your listeners to get like Queen songs in. It's interesting. Ned's first book about cycling, and he admitted he knew nothing about it when he was first asked to be involved, yeah. was like, you know, he, he called it the yellow jumper in an interview. But a man who's, who's become a, an expert on the sport and absolutely loves oh, yeah. the sport in the, I don't know, what is it, 10, 11, 12 years since he yeah. wrote that? book but but you know it's interesting you can be a novice in a sport but kind of get seduced by it and and absolutely and, and yeah and he knows all the history of it. I mean, that, that's the whole point of this programme. And, you know, Ireland played a big part in uh, Tour de France history, which, you know, is worth, uh, re- especially if you're a cycling fan. Mm. And I know cycling fans can't get enough of uh, this sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, did you see, just finally, before I go, did you see the story about uh, Ned Bolting and the uh, ITV security guard? No, it sounds like the start oh. of the game. So what happened? <laughs> no, it's, it's, a, it's a real story. Look mm. it up. Uh, you'll find it on the, uh, on the Times website. Oh, but, OK. Uh, a little bit of Ned. I was going to bring you. I'll, I'll bring it to the overnight listeners. Okay. Yeah. So. Save a bit. Save a bit, Martin. You know, we've got a, a tease. What a tease. It's a good. lot of time to fill. You yeah. know, in the middle of the night, and there aren't that many people about to uh, to phone up for well. interviews. So yeah, I'll keep. Are, it. You, are you wagering on West Ham this weekend? And he fancies the draw, I, Martin. And he's quite keen on the draw. I yeah, heard yeah. your chat, four to one, which sounds yeah, not bad odds, mm. given that the last three visits by uh, City to uh, West Ham. But I, I'm fascinated mm. to see what um, what Skamaka does because mm. you know Antonio over the last few seasons has been a very lonely figure up front. Yeah. So it'll mm. be uh, be good to see. Martin, thanks. You're back one a.m. overnight. One a.m. Yes. That's right. One a.m. through six a.m. overnight tonight and tomorrow. We'll catch up with you next week, Martin. Thanks very much.
Cheers, boys. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. We'll do it all again on Monday when yeah. uh, we'll be either elated or down in the dumps <laughs> after just yeah. one week of the Premier League. We will find out. Plenty going on on Monday. Uh, some uh, special guests joining us to look back on the first weekend and indeed build up to TalkSport's first Monday night match. So do hope you can join us. Have a great weekend. Enjoy all the games here on the TalkSport and TalkSport 2. And we will catch up with you next week. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.